It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the TogiNet Radio Network. Now with today's show, here is your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the Dow here on the Lisa Lewis Show. It is thankful Thursday, so here we are once again. And today is March 15th, 2018, and I'm your humble host, Lisa Lewis. And um, today we have the topic of the overview of Inside Gospel. Uh, that is with my dear friend, Frankie Wilson, Jr., and uh, it's called the Overview of Inside Gospel South by Southwest 2018. And we're going to have a rock star guest on today um, by the name of Felicia Benton. And um, she's going to be doing an interactive conference for girls ages 12 through 18 and the mothers that raise them. Uh, it says on here, there are lots of events about turning boys into men, but how many events are there about turning girls into women? And more importantly, what is the role of a mother in 2018 in helping their young girls understand and become the women that they could be in the future without breaking or damaging their mother-daughter relationship? How do we as a community of women create, support, and build opportunities to create the women bosses and family leaders of the future? So her conference is called Becoming Her. It's a conference for girls and the mamas that raise them. So she'll be having that uh, Saturday, March 17th, 2018 at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And it will be held at the George Washington Carver Museum, which is uh, part of the South by Southwest. So um, for further um, to get tickets or to learn more about that, just head over to www becomingherconference.com. And it'll be, uh, again, Saturday, March 17th. It'll start at 9 a.m. and end at 1 p.m. And so for all of those that are interested, please head over and get your tickets. It's at the George Washington Carver Museum Culture and Gene Genealogy Center. And the address is 1165 Angelina Street, Austin, Texas, 7870. Zero two. Well, um, you know, I am so excited about going to South by Southwest. I was personally invited by Mr. Frankie Wilson. And also, uh, please head over to his website, www.mrfrankiewilson.com. And uh, I'm just so excited because this is my first year that I'll be associated with Inside Gospel. And um, this is their fifth anniversary at South by Southwest. So uh, it's going to be so much fun. And um, uh, Frankie's event, Inside Gospel, with South by Southwest is held uh, Friday, which is tomorrow, March 16, 2018. And I think you can get there an hour early if you have your, um, if you are uh, VIP. Um, and the doors open at 
6.30, I believe, for everyone else. And it goes from 7 to, I believe, midnight. So that's going to be a lot of fun also. So head over and get your tickets if you haven't purchased them already. I got mine months ago uh, at com. And I'm just so excited about the, you know, what the impact of this is going to have for all the lives that it touched. Everybody that comes through there, I hear that there are approximately 400,000 um, people uh, slated to come through uh, South by Southwest 2018 this year. So God blessings to everyone, uh, to all the lives that it will impact, to all the people that have dedicated their uh, you know, hard work, their sweat and tears, and also uh, financially to um, make this such a huge uh, success. And so also, if you want to do donations, um, donations are always good. And uh, you can head over to, again, to uh, com and get, uh, get your tickets. So I believe I hear, uh, Felicia, are you on the line? Yes, ma'am, I am. Hi, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am fabulous, and I'm just so happy to have you on. Um, we have nothing but the best of the best here, so you are our uh, rock star guest today, and your name is Felicia Benton. And I was telling everyone yes, that you are the CEO of your of uh, your company becoming her if you could tell us how uh, a little bit about who you are and how this got how you started with this yeah um so i'm actually an owner of the zoe communications agency which is a boutique marketing agency we work with a lot of small business owners as well as communities and chambers of commerce we also host a number of events and becoming her the becoming her conference is a new event that we are launching in partnership with Mr. Frankie Wilson and at Inside Apple at South by Southwest this weekend in Austin. Yes. And I'm so excited yes. uh, about that. I, I, I plan to uh, be come there and support and uh, be a part of that. So could you tell us a little bit about what we can expect to um, glean from the uh, Becoming Her conference? Yeah, so the Becoming Her conference is specifically for moms, um, and we're really encouraging moms and their daughters to come. But even if you don't have a daughter um, and you want to gather some info, the folks who are involved in this conference are pretty incredible. So I recognized that in planning this event and trying to really figure out how do we cater to our audience and solve a problem, I really am I'm passionate about making sure that we create events that solve real problems. But we recognized that while there are a lot of events about training the next generation of men, like boys to men events, there are not a lot of conferences that we know of that are training and sharpening the minds of the next generation of women. Um, so girls to women kind of events. You don't even really hear the term girls to women. You hear boys to men, but you don't really hear girls to women. Um, and more importantly, we are really interested in what the role is of the mother in helping to shape and cultivate the mind of their daughter, what their communication is like as they're growing up specifically, and how moms identify 
and cultivate the goals that they both have for their child as their child moves from teenage years to their teenage years to their adult years. So that's what the Becoming Her Conference kind of uh, kind of centers around. Absolutely. And can you give us a little bit of uh, a background, um, Felicia, about yourself and how, and what led you to this part of uh, your life? I mean, because of course it's it's a a national, you know, I, I think it's a calling and it's also a ministry. So could you tell me a little bit more about how uh, you got started? As yes, ma'am. So, yeah, so I come from an entrepreneurial family. My dad is of that mindset and my mom has also, she hasn't been directly an entrepreneur, but we've been in ministry Literally my whole life, I'm almost 35, and my dad became a pastor when I was about seven years old. So as you could probably imagine, we've seen a lot in ministry, and we've learned a lot about people and really how the Lord has crafted us to really be family-centric, and so my family is really big on family. Uh, I'm also the youngest of three girls. I mean, the youngest of four girls. Oh, my gosh, I hope my sisters don't get mad at me. I just forgot about one of them. <laughs> I'm the youngest of four girls. Um, and I, in my adulthood, I think I've gone back to really look at and evaluate how my childhood has shaped the kind of person that I have become today. And so I... I love my parents. I think they're really incredible. But we have a lot of conversations about our own missteps and kind of some of the, some of the missteps that they took along the way. And us as parents, I'm the, the model little girl who's eight years old. Um, we, as my, myself and my sisters, have really tried to go back to see, okay, what did we what did we miss while we were growing up? And how can we make adjustments with our children so that we not only give them what it is we experienced, but that we're really on purpose and intentional about how we're raising them today, especially in a day where everyone is really encouraged to be themselves and to be their own boss and to be their own person. Really what we are more interested in is really understanding who God has called us to be. And so I think it's important that parents find the balance in helping their children to know that they are unique and fearfully and wonderfully made and all of those great things but God has called us to be a very specific kind of people in the earth. So we want to make sure that we are teaching and cultivating that balance in our children, especially our young daughters, as they are growing up. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And if you could tell all of our fine listeners today, how can they best contact you on, on social media or directly, however you'd like to share? <laughs> Yes, ma'am. So you can follow the Becoming Her Conference. Um, just look for Becoming Her Conference online, becomingherconference.com is where you can sign up and get registered. It's just 35 bucks for you and your daughter, and if you have an extra daughter that you want to bring, it's $10 extra for each child. Um, and that event is, again, this weekend. <clears throat> so you can follow that on Facebook as well as Instagram. And then if you want to keep up with myself, my name is Felicia Benton. You can find that F-E-L-E-C-E-I-A on Instagram and Facebook as well. And our company is the Zoe Communications Agency. ZoeSaysHello.com is that website. Oh, fabulous. You know, we have about a minute before break, Felicia, but when we come back, I'd like for you to um, talk some more about 
what were some of the areas that, that you and your sisters, your three uh, sisters, uh, uh, thought that could have been better as far as kind of filling the gap, if you will? Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. I'm excited yes, to talk love- about that. <laughs> Yes, I would love to talk about that. So uh, everyone who's just tuning in, you're listening to the Lisa Lewis Show. Today is Thankful Thursday, and it is March 15, 2018. Keep the dial here on toginet.com. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and when we come back, we'll be talking more with the rock star herself, Felicia Benton. It's finally here. Real music and real ministry is back. Inside Gospel Live, South by Southwest. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Frankie Wilson, host of Inside Gospel, inviting you to join me March 16th at the George Carver Museum for Inside Gospel Live, South by Southwest. It's our five-year anniversary, and we're going to be honoring people that are members of this community, giving you incredible music, entertainment, family, fun. I do not want you to miss it. Check out the lineup for this year. Ethan Hitch. Kara Nicole, Austin, Kojic, Mass Quiet, Kayla Freeman, and many more. I'm bringing back some of your favorites and some new ones, but I promise are going to blow you away. It's Inside Gospel Live, South by Southwest, March 16th at the George Carver Museum, 7 p.m. Do not miss it. Check out InsideGospelLive.com to RSVP your seat for free, and I'll see you there. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. And today we have a phenomenal rock star guest who is a part of uh, Inside Gospel South by Southwest 2018 this year. And also, she is the proud owner of Zoe Communications Agency. And she's having her own conference on Becoming Her Conference. 
and that's Becoming Her. It's a conference for girls and mamas that raise them, and that's taking place tomorrow at South by Southwest, March 17, 2018. Um, I'm sorry, not tomorrow, but Saturday, March 17, uh, at okay. 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. So if you'd like to get your tickets, go over to www.becomingherconference.com. Welcome back, Felicia. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm having a blast. I'm happy to be here. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I know you're super busy because you're coming in, you're doing uh, Inside Gospel with our friend, Mr. Frankie Wilson. And also, could you tell us a little bit uh, about that? Uh, what people can expect um, tomorrow with that phenomenal event. Yeah, so we're really excited about Inside Gospel Live 2018 at South by Southwest. This is our fifth year anniversary um, at South by. It's our sixth year doing Inside Gospel, but our fifth year doing, um, doing it at South by. So the event is always packed. It's always Really high energy, and the artists that are highlighted are always amazing. So if you haven't grabbed a ticket for Inside Gospel Live at South by Southwest, I would recommend you do it. You don't have to go to the South by Southwest website. You don't have to be registered for the big conference. You can just register for IG Live at South by Southwest by going to InsideGospelLive.com. So you don't want to miss it. Really great event. We're featuring both some awesome locals, some folks from around the Dallas area, some folks from around the country. Uh, we've got Candy West and Ethan Kent, Shy Speaks, Tyro the Epic, Kayla Freeman, Austin Kojic Mass Choir. Just a really, really great lineup of amazing sound and great music. Absolutely. Can you give us a little bit about, because um, I, I love to paint a picture. Since radio is not TV, we have to paint the right. picture, so to speak, as you well know. Yeah. Uh, could you give us a little glimpse of what we can expect once, uh, does the doors open at 6 for VIP or 6.30? Uh, I think they open at 6.30. So if you have not purchased your ticket, or not purchased, if you haven't reserved your ticket, I would say go online as soon as you can. Grab your ticket. The doors to the museum are open around 6, so you can come into the area and stand in line. Then we'll be starting to seat people around 6.30. Um, you'll sit down, grab your seat, and we will start that thing at 7 o'clock, and it'll be full throttle for hours. So you can come and go as you please. There'll be artists that are up from literally 7 p.m. to midnight, so you can kind of come and go if you need to. Um, but if you want to stay, which a lot of people do just because it's nonstop music, if you want to stick around for the whole evening, you are welcome and free to do that. Yes, I am prepared to do that. Um, what is the dress attire, would you say, Felicia? Casual. I would say be comfortable, come and enjoy yourself. You don't have to dress to impress. It's you, the music, and the Lord. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just be, just be casual and comfortable. Okay. Will there be um, any refreshments, or is there something, or can we bring things, bring water, bring, or is there refreshments there to be served or purchased? 
we will be giving away a lot of beverages. And so I would say you don't have to worry about water and juice and soda. We'll be giving a lot of that away. Just kind of added perks, right? Um, And then there are there are a couple of restaurants that are close to the museum, pardon me. <clears throat> so if you want to bring some stuff in and kind of go out in the lobby and eat a little bit and come back in, you're free to do that as well. We're working on some refreshments for you guys that you can purchase out in the lobby. But for right now, we're right down the street from a couple of places where you can grab some grubs, have a little bit to eat, and pop back in. Okay. And as far as um, parking, is parking relatively simple? Because uh, this is my first year coming. So, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the best thing to me, one of the best things about Inside Gospel Live at South by Southwest for us is that we have the privilege of being a part of the overall South by Southwest experience. The museum is a little bit outside of downtown Dallas, so it's a lot easier to get in. It's a lot easier to park. You're not going to be fighting crowds, trying to get up in the space. Um, the George Washington Carver Museum has ample parking around their space, and so you don't have to pay for parking. I mean, it's just the ideal setup. So we're part of South by Southwest, really excited to be plugged in with that. But we get a chance to be just a little bit outside all of the craziness. <laughs> and that is a plus, right? Doing events. Yes, ma'am. know that that is a plus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Now, um, yes, ma'am. Moving on, moving on to becoming her conference. Um, uh, before we came back on air, I was asking you to uh, inform our audience, give us some maybe a tidbit of the gaps that you have uh, that you personally know about with the experience with you and your three siblings, and maybe some gaps that others have shared with you when they were girls growing up that could have helped uh, if their parents had have known to do the, to do those certain things? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so two things that I want to briefly touch on. Um, a few people have asked us, why do you have so many, there are about three women that are part of this that are not moms. There are another like three or four that are moms. And so they said, well, why do you have so many people that are not moms talking at a motherhood conference? And I said, well, most of the women that are part of this event that they're referring to are in their 30s, mid-30s. So they are old enough or they're young enough to still touch and remember their childhood and a lot of key elements that happened in their childhood they are old enough to make implications and draw conclusions as to why the thing that did or did not happen has influenced them the way that it has. And I think that's really important. I think it's really important to talk to people who can still really easily touch both sides. So that's one thing that I want to point out. And I think that's one of the things that has really drawn me um, toward creating and cultivating this kind of event. I think where mothers tend to um, miss a little bit is in the space of communication. I know, I know most, most of the women who are my friends, I would argue that to some extent they have some level of mommy issue. I think we talk a lot about daddy issues, you know, women who have daddy issues. But I don't know how often we really address our mommy issues. I don't know how often we say, 
You know, my mom was really great in the space of communication or in the space of listening to me or really trying to hear me. Um, we might have missed one another. And so I know a lot of moms try to come back on the back end to develop and cultivate their relationships with their daughters as they're in adulthood. And they have a hard time breaking in because they didn't have that kind of relationship when they were growing up. And I think if we don't figure out how to do that as our children are growing up, you know, we're not asking, we're not trying to figure out how to be their best friends per se, but we are trying to figure out how to best communicate and establish trust with them as they're younger so that as they continue to grow older, they are not afraid to come to us with issues, with things that, with fears, with concerns. We don't want to create that kind of space for them. And so um, I think my dear sweet parents, bless their hearts, you know, they're um, a pattern of pastor's life. And I think British children especially, you know, we get preached a narrative about what we should not do growing up. You know, we get that really hardcore. But as a result, there are things that we want to talk about with our parents growing up that we just don't. So growing up, we didn't have a lot of relationship talk. We didn't have a lot of sex talk. We didn't have a lot of those talks because all we knew was no, 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 no. And as we right. grew up and when we were having questions about things, we didn't have the space to really healthily communicate uh, communicate well. So um, that, those are some of the key issues that I know myself and my sisters. We just we did not talk about those things growing up, and we all I would I would say we would all admit to having made some pretty severe mistakes in our twenties um, that we just like we just didn't know. And some of it was just because some of that communication foundation that we wish existed when we were younger it just wasn't there. Absolutely. Well, we have about two minutes before we go to our next break, uh, Felicia. If you could uh, briefly tell mothers, what are some things maybe that we can talk to our daughters about uh, in a way that is um, congruent with the way girls have said they they would have wanted to be talked to? Because, you know, everything yeah. is all about presentation. Wouldn't you agree? What, what are maybe mm-hmm. uh, one thing that maybe some girls have said that would help moms now? Yeah, I think the very first thing, instead of saying it, something is to learn how to listen. Um, I don't know how how great of a job we do as moms at really listening to our children. I think they're always talking, but the older they get, if we don't open up those lines of communication, then they don't feel comfortable talking to us. So I think the first thing that we have to do is learn to listen. One of the sessions or one of the things that we're doing at Becoming Her is that we're literally going to pull out the girls and allow them to talk to a communications expert, and then they're going to do a session called She Doesn't See Me. And then we're also going to do a session where we pull the moms out and they go with our communications expert, and they're, they're going to do a session called She Doesn't Hear Me. So in that, at that time, they're going to break down their own problems and trying to communicate, and at the end, we'll come back together to figure out the best solutions for communications for both parties. Absolutely. Well, stay tuned to the Lisa Lewis Show, and after the other side of the break, we'll talk more with our rock star guest, Felicia Benton. Stay tuned.
My name is Jack, and you're listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. I am your host, Lisa Lewis, and today we have another rock star uh, phenomenon uh, by the name of Felicia Benton, and she is the CEO of Zoe Communications Agency, and she is putting together uh, a conference called Becoming Her Conference, a conference for girls and the mamas that raise them. This Saturday, March 17, 2018, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And to get your tickets, go over to www.becomingherconference.com and get all of the information, and I look forward to seeing you there. Welcome back, Felicia. Thank you so much. Yes. So before the break, we were talking um, about uh, giving some insight to us mamas who are raising uh, brilliant girls and uh, uh, our daughters on some things maybe that uh, girls have shared that they wish their moms would listen to them. And you were saying it's not, it's more about having an ear to listen than a mouth to speak. So could you tell us some key things that girls are saying that they wish we would listen to? Yeah, I think so. I think they want you to listen to their silences. So first, when a, when a young girl is giving you the silent treatment, don't assume that it's simply because she's moody or because she's angry. Um, most girls that I have chatted with, when they are being silent, it's because they feel like they're not going to be heard anyway. So they will shut down and they will find another place to gain that kind of ear that they are listening to. So first, uh, pay attention to the silences. Um, the second thing I would say is to just be present with them. Um, I know a, a lot, especially in this generation, there are a lot of moms, myself included, we just get so busy. We're movers, we're shakers, we're trying to make stuff happen. And sometimes it's really hard to just stop and be present with your child. Um, I have a really unique daughter. She's eight years old. She was born with Down syndrome, no fingers on her right hand, kind of a kind of an extraordinary kid, but smart, 
very sensitive to my my um, actions all the time. So she, a couple of days ago, I had just been busy, 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 been busy. And she doesn't speak a whole lot. She doesn't, I say she doesn't speak my language. She speaks her own. Um, so I was moving around and she tells me, mom, mom. And she comes and she pulls me. Uh, she was sitting on the couch. She pulled me down to sit next to her. And she gave me the remote control. It was just her way of saying, could you please be still <laughs> Stop moving right. for a second and just sit next to me and watch a TV show? Can you do that? And I would challenge moms to really stop and think, like, how many times do we just stop and sit and be present with our daughter? How, how often do we just stop and do that? Or are we always busy trying to do something? So the next thing I would say is to be present. So listen for the silences and be present. Absolutely. You know, I, you know, it's my experience and it's my personal belief, Felicia, uh, and I want to concur with you because you're an expert. <laughs> I'm not an expert with dog, girls by any means, but, you know, you work with them and, and, and so this is your ministry. Um, would you say that it is a good idea to maybe do some first with your daughter a daughter's, and that way when it sets set a, a standard, if you will. And let me give you an example. Uh, years ago, I went to um, Chicago, and you know how you shop down there on the, uh, whatever that's called, I can't remember what it's called, but downtown Chicago. And um, I seen Tiffany's. And so, of course, I went in there to get something for myself. <laughs> but I wound mm-hmm, up, mm-hmm. Uh, Felicia, getting something for my daughter. And I said, you know, and it, it came to me that let me set the standards, if you will. And it doesn't have to be Tiffany's, but I'm giving you my personal example. So that way mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. not so needy and they're searching for all of the, you know, um, things that perhaps they didn't get first from mom, mm-hmm. from dad, what it, what would you mm-hmm. say to that? Yeah, I would say that it's really important to be cognizant of that stuff. I think, you know, there's a balance you have to find. You can't you can't just give so much that there's just a high, a high expectation of knowing that they can always come to mom to get what it is that they want. But I think especially in this generation of parenting where I see probably more selfish parents than I do selfless parents, parents who are more focused on, you know, building their own personal whatever or making sure they still look good for the gram, whatever. <laughs> you see a lot of moms especially who are so, so self-focused wow. that parenting becomes, you know, not not a primary thing in their lives. It becomes something that, uh, that they do haphazardly and not on purpose. And so while I do think that it's important to find the balance, I do think it is even more important to make sure that the child, the child in your life knows that they are a priority. Uh, there have been a lot of things that I have just had to set aside, um, goals and ambitions that I thought I had for my personal life, that I have had to set aside so that I can be present for my child um, and for her to know and feel and believe and trust that she is the priority in my life. I think that's really the first thing. That's something that my parents did extraordinarily. They made sure to know that we were the priority. Even though we were submerged in ministry life, 
there wasn't a time when we felt like we weren't the objective, where family was not the ob- objective. So um, I think that it's more than important to keep your your child first and whatever every purchase that you buy. <laughs> like, have you considered her? Have you considered how your purchase is going to make your, your child feel? Are you more cognizant of buying things for yourself than you are buying things for for her? Who does that for her? Who makes her feel special? Who makes her feel like she's deserving of that same thing? So. Right, absolutely. And it could be, that was just my, something that I remembered, and it was so important to me to do it. That's why I brought that up. But it could be something as simple as, um, you know, going rollerblading. My daughter loves that. Or roller skating. Or or just going to the park and having a walk or going hiking or, you know, um, whatever that is, mommy and and daughter spa day or mommy and daughter read to each other day. Yes, so as long as yeah. it doesn't have to be monetary as as much as right. it has to be cause a cosmic sense of presence, as you said. Of yeah, being that's right. And uh, that's right. not so much the presence. <laughs> that's right. So, that's right. Uh, and it has to be consistent too. It, ha- it can't be, oh, we're going to go do this thing this one time and then we don't do again for you know another six months. It should be something that you're able to maintain. So that they can have some trust. They can know over time, okay, my mom's not doing this just to, to make her feel good this one time. This is something that she's doing on a regular basis because I am a value. We say that to our children when, we, when they go on, when they start dating, right? We start saying, you know, he's got to be consistent. He can't just do it this one time. At the very beginning of your dating experience, it shouldn't just be like that. You should court your husband, should court you forever. How often do we do that to our children? We do one of the things on their birthday. We think we've really done the most. But are we chasing our children as consistently as we want God to chase us or as we want a man to chase us, you know? So I think that we have to be really uh, aware of how intentional we are about how we are making them feel about our relationship. Yes, and their worth as a girl, their worth as a teenager, their worth as a young lady, and their worth as a mature mm-hmm. woman, because, you know, it's, it's a right. lifetime uh, commitment. Um, can mm-hmm. you, uh, for the listeners, tell us how can we, let's say a, a woman listening today has a daughter, how can they be uh, a part of your um, events or a part of your organization where you mentor uh, uh, mamas with daughters? Yeah, so becoming her is something that is a strange evolution. <laughs> the partners that are a part of this event, we are getting our legs up under us right now. So I would first say, if you're listening to this and you're like, God, I really want to be a part of what they're doing, I really need some help. We have some amazing experts that are a part of creating this movement. And so I would first just say to email us at hello at becomingherconference.com. That's hello at becomingherconference.com. We will add you to our list of email subscribers and keep you in the know as we continue to create and cultivate this um, event and this body of work. Uh, we'll be doing this event a few times. We've got it planned right now tentatively for three times this year. I don't know when those other two times are going to get, but we know oh. this weekend, and then we'll be back here in Dallas at some point um, in the next few months, um, and then back in Austin 
um, towards the end of the summer. So I would say just stay connected with us that way. Follow us on our social media pages. Email us and um, stay in stay with us. Absolutely. And Felicia, I believe this will, I mean, we'll take this off uh, air, but I would love to see if you all could do something maybe in San Antonio. Uh, I think it would oh, be yeah. just so impactful, you know? Because um, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, uh, a lot of times it, the issues are, or the events are mostly about turning men, uh, boys into men. <laughs> and right now I must say I have a nine-year-old son, Jack, that I totally adore. My daughter is grown now. She's 21. So, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, I remember, um, you know, mm-hmm. you know, some of the uh, struggles that I had uh, as trying to be the best mom, not the perfect mom, but the best mom for my daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, you know, and she's 21, so I still can remember those things. But it seems that uh, I did do too bad, I don't think, Felicia, because she wanted to come <laughs> with me to South by Southwest. So I think it's an honor. <laughs> right on. Like, you know, when you're 21-year-old, you want to hang out with you. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's the way you want it to be. That is the way you want it to be. You know, you don't want your daughter to just, we travel with my mom all the time. My family right now is in Missouri. All three of my sisters, uh, my, all my nieces and nephews, they're going on a family trip. We travel all year long. But that's because there was some foundation that was laid that said, okay, my mom is not, you know, just, you know, old lady. She's still my friend. She's not my best friend, but she's still my friend. And I want to spend time with her. So I think that's healthy and great. Absolutely. And when we come back from the break, um, I'd love for uh, you to talk a little bit about, uh, since your father was a minister since you were seven, I would like for you to tell us a little bit about how how he, you know, was able to be there for you all first. Because I feel like a lot of times, uh, you know, pastors and, you know, the, the, the mega churches and stuff, I, I've heard where they can be there for their congregation and maybe was a little mm-hmm. la- a bit lacking with their family. So I'd like us to talk a little bit about your personal experience with your father as a minister. So everyone stay okay. tuned to the Lisa Lewis show. Uh, and we'll be back with more from the rock star guest herself, Felicia Benton, right after this short commercial break. It's finally here. Real music and real ministry is back. Inside Gospel Live. South by Southwest. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Frankie Wilson, host of Inside Gospel, inviting you to join me March 16th at the George Carver Museum for Inside Gospel Live's South by Southwest. It's our five-year anniversary, and we're going to be honoring people that are members of this community, giving you incredible music, entertainment, family, fun. I do not want you to miss it. Check out the lineup for this year. Ethan Gibson. 
coming through. Who's saying you waiting on God when I say God waiting on Tyro the Epic, the Fan, Kara Nicole, Austin, Kojic, Mass Quiet, Ayla Freeman, and many more. I'm bringing back some of your favorites and some new ones, but I promise I'm going to blow you away. It's Inside Gospel Live, South by Southwest, March 16th at the George Carver Museum, 7 p.m. Do not miss it. Check out InsideGospelLive.com to RSVP your seat for free, and I'll see you there. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. And today is Thursday, March uh, 15, 2018. And I am super excited to have this phenomenal rock star with us today, Felicia Benton. Welcome back. Thank you so much, Lisa. I'm having a blast. Thank you so much for having, having me. Yes. Absolutely. We'll have to do this again. Um, could you tell everyone how they can best contact you before we finish out the hour? Yes, ma'am. So you can follow me personally on social media. My name is Felicia Benton. Way too many letters. F-E-L-E-C-E-I-A. You can find me on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, our company is the Zoe Communications Agency. Zoe says hello is that website. You can also follow us under the same name, both on Instagram and Facebook. And, um, yeah, you can follow this conference that we're talking about today, the Becoming Her Conference, at Becoming Her Conference on Facebook, Instagram, and the website's the same name, Becoming Her Conference. Absolutely. And also, if you could share your email address of for people who would like to get on the email list and stay abreast to what's going on with your fabulous movement. Yeah. So uh, for this event in particular, you can email us at hello, like H-E-L-L-O, hello at becomingherconference.com. That's the best way to connect with us. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so I, I wanted to um, just share a little bit about your experience being the daughter of a minister, and and let us and and just share a little bit uh, that's on your heart as far as as that phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So um, right before the break, we started talking a little bit about how. I believe my family, my mom and dad, were able to kind of keep us safe and protected. And we didn't, we didn't experience a lot of what I think a lot of preacher's kids experience growing up. And, you know, we're not 
in and out of jail or, you know, cranking out a billion kids, <laughs> you know, all of the cliche, the things that come with being a right. famous kid. Um, and I think that it's for, that we had our own share of mistakes. I'll share a little bit about those in a second. Um, but I think that what my parents did that was very different probably than a lot of other uh, pastors, kids, families is that when my dad and mom kept our church family very small. So out of 20 something years being in ministry, um, my dad never had the desire to grow into a mega church. He's always been really focused on discipling the people who were part of the congregation. So with that, we were able to find some balance in our family life. Um, my dad also really firmly believed in morning devotionals. So we would get up at about six o'clock in the morning and sit around the table and do either our daily bread or the upper room. We did it every single morning without fail. And I think more than the devotional aspect um, that played a part in our rearing was the fact that we were together every single morning doing something. So I think that was another element. Uh, but the other two that I think were important was that my grandparents were around for most of my life. And so my family created a bit of a village where we still had more kind of parental support outside of just my mom and dad. We also had my grandparents with whom I was very close growing up. And, um, and we kept it small, and my parents took us everywhere. We were deeply entrenched in how ministry life worked. They taught us how to be servants of people, and so we were never in it for the numbers. We were always in it for, um, for the ability to learn how to serve human beings. So they just had a different approach to how ministry life works. Um, but I think where they have probably also affirmed where they made missteps is in what they projected onto us in, a, in an attempt to keep us safe. So, you know, growing up, you hear a lot of the don't, don't have sex, don't do this, don't, 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 because there's a fear of what's going to happen if you, if you do it. So uh, we actually all got pregnant before marriage, every last single one of us. And I think some of that is one generational because we can trace back several generations as to where, why that actually also happened with the folks that came before us. But two, I think we often project things onto our children when we are in an attempt to keep them safe. So I think that's one of the things that my sisters and I have learned as we are rearing our children, that instead of projecting it on them, instead of putting it in the atmosphere, what we want to do is properly communicate and properly educate our children as to why, why we don't. So um, that's kind of the, the, the abbreviated story of our family history and ministry. Yes, absolutely. And you're so right about that. That's what I have tried to do different because that was done to me as well. It was everything that we couldn't do. <laughs> you know, I always mm-hmm. knew that I had a, had a love for Jesus, but I was like, oh, my Lord, if I can't yeah. even live, I don't think I'm going to take this route. Not that I ever denounced yeah. God. Not Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I just knew that I wasn't going to do it the way I was raised. <laughs> we, right. You know, we right. were forever in church, couldn't really do anything else. I, you know, I never seen, I didn't see a movie. I'll share this little tidbit. I'm sure nobody knows, but Felicia, um, until I was 21. So now I don't even care. Wow. I didn't go wow. to a movie. <laughs> I don't That's care. That's incredible. I actually will fall asleep because it's not, wow. you know, I'm just like, uh, 
I can take it or leave it. I'll wait till it comes out on DVD or whatever. My daughter likes on DVD. Mom, they're going to do away with it. Well, Netflix, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I don't have a need. So it's just funny how, you know, don't do this, don't do that. You were right. It was all about the don'ts. And I was like, wow, that I knew then that that's not living for me. You know, I guess I'm the rebel of my family. I'm the oldest of five. Me too. you know, two daughter, uh, I mean, sorry, two sisters and uh, two brothers. My brother Dan is deceased now, but uh, it was just everything you couldn't do. So I mm-hmm. have a different, I'm considered the rebel, Felicia, but I have a different relationship mm-hmm. with Christ Jesus. <laughs> that it yeah, I totally get it. You know what I mean? I totally get it. I totally get I it. I totally to get make, it. I tried to make sure that I reared my children under that guidance, you know, and again, mm-hmm. instead of telling them what they couldn't do, explaining the difference. Okay, yeah, you have choices because God gives all of us free will, free choices. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. but the consequences of those choices, you might yeah. not want to live through those for whatever those reasons yeah. are. And so that's yeah. kind of the way I I did it. I'm doing it with my nine year old son now, but yeah. I did it that's also with my twenty one year old. Yeah, uh, yes. and really intimately explaining those things unashamedly, you know, it's better to just intimately explain it and not just the consequences. Yes, those are true, but also the benefits of doing it well. Like, what does life look like when you wait for one person? What does that experience look like when you wait for one person? What is it like? With, but what is what is it like when you just kind of pass it around and give it away freely? And really, when you right. really start to think about your value, are you? Do you feel like you're worth giving it to one person, or do you feel like you're worth giving it to a thousand people? You get a chance to choose yeah. that. So it's not just the consequences. Consequences are so true. But also, like, what are the benefits of just doing it well, doing it right? And the benefits, I don't know, is where we spend a lot of time really helping our young girls especially explain and, like, understand why it's better if you don't. All we see is Nick Minaj and Cardi B tossing it around. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that looks fun right. to them. And so right. they want to go and do what is fun and not necessarily what is right. We haven't explained to them as to why it's right outside of telling them why it's wrong. Right, absolutely. So can you share with us, uh, Just uh, we have a few more minutes, maybe two and a half minutes, uh, what other things we can glean by coming to Becoming Her Conference, which is this Saturday, March 17, 2018. It's going to be held at George Washington Carver Museum Cultural and Genealogy Center uh, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And they can get their tickets at www.becomingherconference.com. Dot com. Tell us just a little uh, more of what we can expect from this exciting. I can hardly wait, Felicia, to see. To That's meet good. You I'm excited. Yay! Cool. Yeah. Um, so um, we're really excited. This is our um, a, this is our piloted event of this of this kind. So it's going to be a much more intimate crowd. And so you don't have to, if you feel like you're coming to an event, there are going to be a thousand billion people there with your daughter and you and you're uncomfortable. I would say loosen that up first of all. This is an, an intimate event and an opportunity for you to connect with, one, a tribe of other women who are in the same boat um, and who are wanting to serve their children well. And two, um, some women who I think are doing phenomenal things in their communities. And so you're going to have the opportunity to connect 
and gather resources from other women. So that would be the first thing. And the second thing, like I said before, is a chance to really connect and understand your daughter a little bit more than maybe you did before you got there. So that would be number two. Uh, We're going to have some great food. Um, I'm really excited about Shy Speaks, who is a poet and a hip-hop artist who is going to help your children um, and your child really discover their God-given creative identity. And we're also going to talk a little bit about entrepreneurship, and we're going to talk about how we can create a culture of ingenuity and creativity in our homes for our children, because we know the job market is going to change dramatically in the next 10 to 15 years. So we're going to talk about how at home we can really cultivate it, um, a space where it's okay for our children to be creative because uh, we know that they're going to have to know how to navigate the complexities of the job market here real soon. So all kinds of great things happening at the Becoming Her conference this weekend, and we are so excited about you guys joining us. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's been a pleasure, uh, Felicia. Uh, thank you so much. And everybody go over to becomingherconference.com. Get your tickets. Don't delay. Get them today. And Becoming Her Conference is a conference for girls and mamas that raise them. And so uh, stop by and say hello. God bless you and all of your ministry, Felicia, and we'll have to have you back. Thank you so much. All right. I'm excited about it. Thank you so much, Lisa. Yes. Thank you. Uh, And remember, when you bring us your business, we'll bring it to radio. it's Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movers and influencers.